This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, my name is Brian Lee O'Malley. I'm created Scott Pilgrim, and you are watching Geekscape. Hi, Geekscapists. Welcome back for episode 161 of Geekscape. I'm Jonathan London, and this is your favorite movies, video games, and comic books news and review show. Every week, we like to talk to you guys about the latest. In those worlds with some special guests uh, Sometimes we have somebody from movies Sometimes we have somebody from comics or Who knows a whole lot about video games But now we've got a treat Returning, we've got Juan from Comics on Comics You guys remember Juan? Hello everyone Yes, yes And, and, and now we've got Sax Carr Who hosts Comics on Comics' weekly uh, Is it weekly? The, the radio it program? It, well, it's pretty weekly It's pretty weekly It's, it's, the, it's close to weekly It's the radio program <laughs> Which you guys should be listening to anyway Because Sax is hilarious And his, his regular cast of guests is hilarious And then you, you get some professionals on there regularly yes. Like in Comics on Comics You guys do a really good job of uh, getting regular comic professionals, media professionals on the show, and some really hilarious comedians. And you guys just revamped a website, so I think it's time that you guys uh, all go visit comicsoncomics.com and check out some of the you know, latest shows. The latest one, which may be up this week, is it up? Uh, we'll, we'll just assume that it's up already. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll put this. Uh, we'll, we'll just <laughs> pretend that it, it that the latest episode has already been released. I'm gonna put it up tonight. I'm gonna put this up tonight just to yeah. foil all of you. <laughs> <laughs> so for for like three days, people are like, "Where's the episode? I can't find it." <laughs> but you, what you're looking um, for is episode uh, uh, 21. Yeah. In episode yep. 21, had Jonathan Hickman, who's the writer of Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah, he, he's yeah. a super nice guy and. And I'm on the the panel. Yes, mm-hmm. that is that is your first appearance yeah. on Comics on Comics. Um, it, we shot that episode around the, the release of the very first uh, issue of Fantastic Four that right. Jonathan wrote. Um, that was back in September. That that was back in September. So guys, when I put the episodes up on Thursday, and, <coughs> and people start bitching like little little bitches with skin knees. At least you didn't have to wait till September. That's fair. It, yes. Uh, yeah. Like from, come on, guys. Now, uh, although I, I, I must, I must say that um, you know the the past year, you know, season two has been uh, slow going, but you know now that we have a revamped website and you know we've now officially you know brought more people on. Before Comics on Comics was four people, uh, we are now like. I think ten people who are working full time trying to make comics on comics a reality for yeah, everyone out there. Um, you know, uh, Sax is now officially a member of Comics on Comics, and also <laughs> after, after two years of working, you know, we were, we were, we were really clear on it. We yeah. were, it yeah, was always right. Now. Yeah, it, it was up in the air. Whether, Why do we keep showing up here? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Fight Club where nobody wanted to fight. <laughs> they just hang out and go. You go first. 
I don't know. Call me a bad name and I'll punch you. I don't know. I don't want to. <laughs> call me a bad. Name. Now we actually mean it. Now we actually mean what we're yeah, doing. Yeah. Well, well, That's you know. That's why I've always hated MMA. Actually, mm-hmm. you know, the only thing that's missing is motive. Dude, like, yeah. the, like if the night before every fight, one guy banged the other's girlfriend and then the other dude like keyed the other's car, then I'd fucking watch. It. I just saw well, this headline. Th- that fight is available at your local Seven <laughs> Eleven. If you'd like. Uh, that's Gilmore shaking the camera up here on your uh, on your left side. There's there yeah, there they go. Uh, the digits take a drink. Um, I read a headline today that said uh, Brawl Mars MMA event. Like a brawl broke out prior to the MMA actual fight, and I'm like, isn't that what those jerk offs paid for? <laughs> like, like like if anything, it it enhanced the MMA event. If anything, it made it better. Now you have like a three bill. You know what I mean? I'm like now you have like a fuck. It's like it's like saying more names it's like saying the, it's like saying yeah. the fucking main event at the battle royale, like at the battle royal in WWE, like ruined the fucking events before it. It's like that's what you want to see. Well, no, you have to understand that these crow magnons are only really useful when you can charge for them trying to like homoerotically kill each other. Guys, don't give so, it away for yeah, free. Yeah, I mean, don't so, give it away for free. They like fought <laughs> no, in a bar. No, yeah. no, no. Like, like, imagine the capacity of the bar they fought in was 200 people. That's like uh, that's like $150,000 of lost revenue right there. Don't pull Bryce's face yet. No, no, no. Get the yeah, camera. Get the camera. <laughs> if, if he is a black guy on tomorrow's show, it's going to totally ruin the continuity. Could you imagine? You turn it on the hour after the brawl has been broken up and the people you had to fight, like, like they're all beat to shit already. It's like, okay. Do you wonder if there were like ring commentators, like they were there watching the brawl live, just like turning to the crowd and be like, what he's doing now is... <laughs> Um, but, but, you know, we should go back, though, to the Comics on Comics thing. Uh, this episode 21 is not your last appearance on Comics on no, Comics. No, no. it's actually the, the first of, of many, because I, um, I guess we'll be announcing it later on the radio show. But, you know, for season three, you know, we'll be doing 15 episodes. <laughs> but to and ruin the announcement, yes, Well, this isn't going to be. This is, yeah. the, the radio show goes up how much longer after you uh, record it? About a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This will ruin it, guys. Yeah. No, no, but, but yes. this just in. This this this, this just, just in. in oh, right right no. now. Tell your, tell we have your Blair friends. Marnell on the line right now, uh, telling yeah, yes. you over my earpiece, producer Blair Marnell from Comics and Comics. What is the announcement? Uh, apparently, for season three, we're going to have a new host, and that new host is actually sitting right, right over there. So, That's so right. uh, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Escape ever, guys. I'm. I'm not leaving Geekscape. No, no, in fact, you're actually right. getting more of Jonathan. Anything, oh, you're just yeah. getting me yeah. actually talking to a bunch of more, co- you know, comic book professionals. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And some comedians. Yeah. Not that we don't have and, those regularly here. Honey, there, I but, still love you. Yeah. I can have female friends. <laughs> but I'm going to sleep over because we're going to get drunk. Here, here's no. the thing. Here's the thing. I was like, they already get me every week. Right. Why don't they get me every week plus sporadically throughout two years? Right. <laughs> but, but also, I, I got to say, like, if there is a reason this is happening... <laughs> If there's a reason it's happening, it's because of you, the Geekscapist, not challenging him comic book-wise. He needed that outlet. We gave it to him. You drove him away. He loves you, but right but right now we're giving him something you can't. The greatest and- thing about me hosting season three of Comics on Comics, I'm going to drop a big fat bomb called Ian Kerner on your world. <laughs> this guy, go watch some Ian Kerner episodes of Geekscape. And right. the guy wants it to be a three-hour show so fucking badly. Because every time we get to the la- end of the hour and the tape's about to roll out, he goes, fuck, we haven't even talked about... And just lists like 80 comic book events that have happened in the last week. Mm-hmm. Ian Kerner spends, I'm just going to say, $80 in comic books a week. With the 30% discount, That's he's still spending oh, $80 yeah. a week. Yeah. So the motherfucker is like Bibiani is with bad cinema. <laughs> 
the dude just knows his shit. I called Ian Kerner to complain about uh, Brand New Day, the Spider-Man event. Mm -hmm. Now they're yeah. going into the gauntlet. And I'm like, dude. Oh, now they're going into. Uh, they're just watering down the character. We're getting too much fucking oh, Spider-Man. Now Spider-Man's going through all, like, girls, like, their fucking toilet yeah. paper. And, that, it, and it's, it's giving us, like. Just, just you everything, want, you everything, want Peter, everything Peter Parker's doing is like is like everything Peter Parker doing is like dismissible to me, and he goes, "Yeah, but that's how it's always been." An issue, <laughs> and, he, and he just starts he just starts listing shit, and I and I notice my nose has started bleeding, yeah. Yeah. and I'm like, "Oh God, Ian, you're <laughs> you're a freak of nature." He is the Max Lord of comic books referencing. He's in, he's I guess, or he makes you that. But uh, uh, the new thing is at C2E2 they re they released the, the next. Major Spider-Man event is going to be called Omit, O-M-I-T, and it's one moment in time, and it shows like Spider-Man and Mary Jane on top of the cake again. So uh, they might just go ahead and retcon that retcon right out of retcon continuity. And that's Joe Casada, and who's doing it with him? Because I've seen the yeah. Omit uh, ads in yeah. the in, in they're giving away like Omit things. I don't know who the I don't know who the uh, the artist is. Oh, moment that. in time. This is a wedding. One none of us want to attend. Moment in See, time. I mean, you know, it's it, <laughs> you know, that's I understand. Exactly like. <laughs> I, I understand that you know, like. Everyone had this visceral reaction towards, um, you know, brand new day, one more day. Um, you know, they're like how it ruined Spider-Man. Th that's fine. You know, whatever happened happened. Just you know, assume you know, take responsibility for what happened, and then just move on and tell stories. Keep going. That. Yeah. Not there, not there not. Parts not... of brand new day. I've been. I, I, I've enjoyed. I would be right? interested in the list of those parts. Um. See. No, I that's mean, the I mean, point. I mean, I mean but, but that's the thing. There's so many moments now because the, the book comes yeah. out no, three wait, times no. a month. Wait, was it Menace? Like, uh, was right. it was it another Goblin clone? Did no, that really took yeah. and, and, and the thing is that you know, like they, they want. They're, I'm sure they're going to keep Peter Parker pure. Like it, I do like the levity of Brand New Day. I do like that right. stuff. Does 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 Peter am, Parker have have a girlfriend right now? No. He has like five. Well, no, he's no, no, no. right, but he, he I'm hey, sure there's like girls that he's talking to. Let me tell that person. But but I'm sure. Oh, he may be. He may oh, wait, be. Um, shh, shh, wait. The, we're good. The, I, I told you. Oh, we're just, oh. Take um, a few he, seconds. Yeah. Need no, to that's be all right. He may be banging uh, Jackpot, maybe, or something, but I don't think he has what, a girlfriend, but, but He has, like, three girls. And he was just he recently like, hitting on Spider-Woman, which I think is kind of hot. Well, no, because I mean, the way I see it is he's probably not going to actually bang any chick because he's going to go back to Mary Jane. He banged his roommate. And he's been banging the spy. Uh, he's been banging oh, he's the already cat. been banging chicks. He, he he had sex with his roommate. They hooked up, and then and then uh, the wait was um, it was it his chameleon, roommate? Then the chameleon pretended to be Peter Parker, and they made out on the floor. Supposedly they didn't. Wait, bang. I, I'm assuming you're inferring that his girlfriend and the chameleon, or, 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 not, or, or, not uh, chameleon, the pretended to be Peter Parker, the, the, and he made out with the, himself the, the, the on the floor. Dude, that would be the, the chameleon <laughs> made himself look like Peter Parker, and then made out with his roommate, who Peter Parker already had a one night stand with, and now. Spider-Man is is banging Black Cat regularly right now. Okay, wouldn't you? Finally. See, I I, you? I just I just assumed that they were going to keep him, you know, pure, pure, right. so that she he can go back to Mary J. No, he's been passed around like a dirty magazine. Oh, yeah. good lord. Okay, well, yeah. I guess that's kind of cool. Yeah, um, but it's, then they're I'm sure they're going again, to retcon like all that. They're, out they're there. diluting like, the value of the character. It's like, yeah. well. Come on now. Either that or they're just going to, instead of retconning, they're just going to have his marriage just suddenly exist again. And now he's just like, you cheated on me several dozen times <laughs> during the moments when our marriage was fictionally not there. I don't know. It's very <laughs> um, guys, let's talk about the big movie released this week. Uh, the big movie that came out this week was called Kick-Ass. Uh, this is based on the John Romita Jr. and Mark Millar comic book. They Miller. came out, uh, Mark Miller, uh, and uh, it came out uh, about two years ago. We've been saying it wrong all this time. Yeah, we, we had like yeah. we had like three, four issues come out, and then there was a big delay as mm -hmm. they got the movie started. And well, actually, he, and then he, it started coming out again. He he got sick. Who got sick? Uh, Mark Miller. 
Oh, I didn't know that. What yeah, did he, he he's um, you know he's not in the best of health. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't been. Is he Scottish? Uh, I'm not sure why. Karmically, okay. um, it's not been made. Too much mutton. Yeah, yeah I, I, much, I'm sure you can just Google it. Too I, much blue you know, blood inbreeding on an island. I, I forget what the exact thing he has, <laughs> but um, but yeah, that, that's an island. That's why you know, like Fantastic Four got slowed down and and, and all uh-huh. of that. Um, yeah, he he got sick. So what happened was like the movie they, they sold the rights to the movies like when he was writing issue two or three. Right. I thought I think that was even earlier. I think he pitched the movie and the first issue at the same time. Like I I think I, because I know that they hadn't put down I, when we saw went and saw the movie like an advanced screening and Ramada Junior was there and essentially we got the impression that like he hadn't done panel one before the movie was already sold. But why not? Why not? Uh, so, this day and age, yeah. why not? Well, well, I mean, you know, I mean, everybody's trying to turn their old movie scripts into into comic books, you know, because mm-hmm. no one bought your shitty script, so you know, turn it into a comic book, maybe someone will buy your shitty comic. Right. Well, it's the, kind of like the difference between like just pitching it and trying to describe it, and yeah. actually bringing like a PowerPoint presentation. So almost, many managers, I've you know? I've been meeting oh, yeah. with managers, and they're like, "Well, is there anything?" They're like, "Oh, your scripts are fine. Anything you want to option?" Because producers in Hollywood want to see it laid out like they're children. Yeah, because they, they, they don't want to do any work. People right. people in this town don't want to do any work. So that you basically have to do everything for them. Well, you, you've also, you, the level has been set, though. Like, at this point, if someone can see a comic book version, which is essentially basically a storyboard artist doing the entire comic, and or doing the entire movie, and they can see that every time, then you come in with your whole archaic writing and expecting them to like imagine stuff that's a skill they lost a long time ago when their dreams were crushed before they became a producer wow sex car everybody i know yeah. you first time on geekscape not Tell the last it like it not is. the last sex yeah. car everybody uh well with kickass i thought that the eight issue series was enjoyable i thought that that i mean without the delay you read them as a series i really enjoyed the book quite a bit i was like okay this is if a regular kid wanted to become a superhero. He would get his ass beat yes. for the majority of the time, and then he falls into this sub-society, you know, he falls into with these other characters who are way over his head, who've been doing this bigger and better than he has, and the bad guys who they've been going after, and he's kind of washed into this wave of this lunatic little underworld where this kind of thing is actually as real as it could be with an 8-year-old, 12-year-old running around with ninja swords. Um, the movie... Uh, that just came out had this the same character Dave. You get a little bit of a structural difference. They introduce characters at different times to get stars like Nicolas Cage into the movie earlier, McLovin, Mark Strong. You get those characters into the movie earlier. So some of the dramatic beats from the comics have been kind of uh, moved to different areas of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the first three quarters of this film. I have a review up on Geekscape <coughs> right now, which some people have been commenting on. Uh, but then the movie just kind of goes haywire, I feel like. You know, it felt tonally consistent. You, you, you're into it. It's doing some things that I feel were original with the idea that, okay, you try to be a superhero, you're going to get smacked around a lot, and you're going to go in way over your head. You know? This is a reason why they don't exist. Yeah, no, I mean, you're, you're right. The, the reversal in the movie didn't make much sense or didn't I don't think it worked the ultimate spider-man you know. issue 13 uh, the, scene, yeah and then everything afterwards Pre- pretty pretty much yeah I, I think I think when he's he's in that room when he sneaks into the girl's room also audience spoiler alert oh, oh, audience audience spoiler, big time spoiler alert. alert here for kick-ass again if you've read the comic book uh, there are things in the movie that they've changed 
you know, in, in this isn't the studio changing it. This isn't audience notes changing it. This movie was sold as is for distribution. Uh, also, to be fair, um, it was it it, uh, it, w- it wasn't changed. The comic was changed. The, right. the the movie was wrapped before the last issue came out, mm-hmm. and he changed and he called uh, Romana Junior and basically said like. I'm going to change the ending for the comic because I want it to go in this direction, but it's not going to be the same as the film. And I still prefer the comic book ending. Mm-hmm. You know, it keeps the tone consistent. But now that, now that we've warned you guys of spoilers, we're going to get it up in this deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so really, I, I think that the, the the moment that it begins to lose, like it it began to lose me. Uh, I didn't actually get lost until you know, homie comes by flying. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, when he's yeah, uh, when, but when he's in there and you know he's talking to to the girl and he's like, okay, I'm kick ass, and then they they fall in love. It's like at that point it becomes a fantasy, right? You know, up until then it was reality because as re- reality again as a as a world where a girl running around with ninja swords can be. I mean, right? When we mean realistic, we mean even though these people have there's some fantastic in this world they're still we're acting like human beings she still has elements of a 12 year old girl he still has elements of a loner in high school these are consistent those he, things do go out the window she, in the she, she, she is kind of a little girl but I, I, I thought that she was too too mature mm-hmm. like when, when, when like she doesn't even deal with the death of her father right it just, it's just something that happens mm-hmm. to her um, you know, she just, it, it just happens. She's like, okay, I'm going to go get revenge. And then by the end of it, she's still, she's happy. At no point does she mourn, you know? And, uh, and I of think course, it, what are you doing asking for the movie to be long enough to include no, any part I, you I, want? I, I mean, no, like, I, I, I understand. Clearly, and, and, and I believe the end of the film was essentially like time for time. It was like, okay, we're turning around, we're turning this car around, we're grabbing stuff and going back to finish this fight. It's not even right. like, let's go for like two weeks of like watching her like slowly go through the stages yeah, of grief. Yeah, I think she's running <laughs> off grief. And there is a moment in the film where she's hiding behind the cabinet in the kitchen and they go and like get a they, you know they're trying to kill her where she even looks like she's in over her head you know what i mean and she's yeah, like she, oh, she's shit. out of weapons and that, that, that's what makes this movie that this movie isn't instantly dismissible as a bad movie i i love no, the first three quarters of this I, movie I, yes, it's a I, very interesting study <laughs> in how remember when a history of violence came out it was as if the first half of the the book and the first half of the movie were the same script and then they went in divergent like uh, directions and this feels like the divergent direction happened about three quarters of the way in and it's an interesting study especially for people who are writers to say okay I'm going to start out with roughly the same blueprint for characters and tone and then I'm just going to take it in different directions and see what happens and I feel like this one it suffered history of violence I think that they both kind of live in their own world and they're both kind of unique and, and I think that they're both roughly successful with this the comic I think works this one, the, the the film, I think, really slips. I think you have to give it the credit to the fact that it's part of the... Uh, I think we've, we're spoiler-free at this point, if you yeah. like but you Gilmore, to, come back. Come y- y- uh, you, spoiler. Um, wave to the audience. Yeah. Gilmore's back. Okay. But you, you, I think you have to give it credit for the fact that they're different media. Mm-hmm. And that, that I think that, for example, one of the things I've noticed about comics as, a, as an avid reader is that a comic book can end on a real downer. And you don't, like, completely and totally fucking flip your shit. Like, you, you can just go ahead and, like, read a comic that's depressing or sad or, or conceptually challenges you, but a movie, and depending on its target audience, usually has to sort of bring you back emotionally, or you get, like, or it just becomes, like, very ins- assaulting. And there are movies I want to go see that are, you know, they're, they're clear, like, this movie will assault your sensibilities, but this is not one of them. And I can see why they made the choice for the media, because I think right. if, they had, if they had portrayed it exactly as in the comic book when it wrapped... It would have been. You would have walked out of the theater going like, 
fuck. And guess what? Their job is to make money and like and bring you back in. And I think that it's an enjoyable wild ride, and that's the point of a film. There's a you can't uh, hold films to the same quality we hold comic books, which is really sad because wow, I agree in film. That is a statement. Um, but well, we, and, well, I, I yeah, think the, the main please. reason you you can't do that is because with a comic book, you're sitting there month to month. You're 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 you thinking about it. it. Yeah, right. you're, you're you're sitting. You're thinking about oh, I wonder what's gonna happen in the next issue and. And that's that's with all comic books. You know, you read the first issue of, of Watchmen, right? And you're like, oh man, well, I wonder what's going to happen. And then no, you know, no, slowly, no. slowly, it starts coming out. As opposed to watching the movie of it, and the whole thing is is time compressed, and you get the whole story in two hours. Right. right. So and you, you can know, reread a comic. I mean, you can't like be in the middle of the theater being like, let's take that back, Jimmy. Yeah. Like, let's go back but, in there twenty minutes. I want to see that scene again. Yeah. We're like, what what happened in the second reel? Let, let me let me play devil's advocate to what Sachs just said, and I'm going to quote someone that we all respect here on the. Show, Guillermo del Toro when he made uh, D- uh, Devil's Backbone and then when he made uh, uh, Pan's Labyrinth I don't think that this quite applies to his uh, Hellboy movies because I, re- I was never really satisfied with the Hellboy movies um, I went to see him speak about Pan's Labyrinth and he said there's two endings and sometimes they're the same there's the satisfying ending and the happy ending and I think that with Kick-Ass you gave them the happy ending in Lou of the satisfying ending a satisfying ending I think would have kept things in line and I, I, I think that the, the, the comic book ending can work as the, as the film I ending think for a comic because they're roughly the same I mean, they go to high it, school yeah. their lives are back in, you know, yeah, in, you, in line but they have this secret that they've been through this experience together and you're like okay there's another chapter here Right. The the movie the movie the is... movie went gonzo's though. But I don't think it went gonzo. I think it. I think it. You have to understand that the, that we talked about this before you and I off camera. So this reference means nothing to these people. But um, there's a very limited. Well, gotta be these people. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> there's there's a relatively limited comic book audience. At the end of the day, like the you know the total amount of people who read comic books in this country is a small number, smaller right. than we'd like it to admit. These people are would find the ending you're talking about satisfying. The average movie-going audience, who, for example, went Omar Calderon. And- I will name him right now. Omar Calderon. They're in our audience. Omar Calderon, uh, Frank Gurr up there in uh, Long Beach. Uh, we we call them the people who go, oh, cool, Cloverfield, giant monster. <coughs> yeah, that's that's exactly the point. Like the people, Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. Right. <laughs> your review of Clash of the Titans is bullshit. That movie was fucking tight, yo. Yeah. The people see that Kraken, dude. <laughs> just the fucking shit with the fucking scorpions and shit. Oh, fucking dude, that, amazing. That wasn't a Muppet or nothing, dude. It was fucking great, man. Um, yes, we have those in our yeah, audience. The, 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 those audience members that probably made Charlie's Angels 2 a hit um, are... Um, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> fucking titties and guns and shit? Fucking explosions, man? Dude, I did like, not like that. There was, some, box set. there was some really awkward bullet time in that. Like, <laughs> some people slowed down and then sped up. It wasn't clear what was happening, but I enjoyed myself. It was all, I was at half mast, uh, but the uh, the point is, like the the these people needed the audience that you're gonna they needed yes. the ending that you're gonna see in the movie because the, the the ending that you saw in the comic is for a very specific type of human being. Sax Car, everybody, uh, for those of you guys who didn't agree with my review, Sax Car is here to, to to plead your case, and uh, and and you've done a good yeah, job. But I'm man. not I'm not pleading the case by essentially saying like, yeah, dude, like fucking. Dude, that was fucking sick. Like that was when tight. that shit went down. That was tight. Like, 
like although although to, you know, to be fair, like there there are definitely parts of the comic that I missed. Um, if, if you want to do, can we do a minor spoiler? Should just not do it? You want no, ears? Let's, uh, let's let them discover. You, you guys, okay, you yeah. continue. I, I only read the first three issues <laughs> before they didn't come out again. Yeah. Uh, continue the discussion on the website, Geekscape.net, or go over to Comics on Comics and do a little discussion over there too. Yeah, there's a review. I did talk to that, those people. That, uh, so if you, you can comment on whichever review you think is the best. We've all reviewed the movies. Okay. <laughs> So go comment on. Okay. <coughs> All right, let's go and move on to some amazing news that happened this week. This week, this is huge news here. Did you hear about this thing that happened? Yep. Uh, jo- <laughs> jo- did you hear about this, Gilmore? Joss Whedon taking over, uh, directing the Avengers. Yeah, and writing it. And he's rewriting. He's doing it. some rewriting on Zach, uh, Fantastic Four, X Three, uh, Penn's script. Uh, you got to put his like nickname in there, which is X Three Fantastic Four. <laughs> Fantastic Four X Three. Electra. Did you do Electra? Yes. Oh. Okay, well, we're, we're oh giving you a lecture, whether or not you did a lecture. Really? How could that have uh, existed and I didn't know about it? Uh, he's that rewriting he the script. Joss Whedon's giving it the script a, a do-over. You, you, mean, you mean he's he, writing it. Supposedly he's, also, supposedly he's also working on the Captain America script here, too. Oh, really? And now he's directing Avengers. Yes, which, yes! Which, 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 tell me, you guys know who Joss Whedon is. Of course. What is your take? Juan? I, I, Juan I um, am not... That familiar with all of his works. In yeah, fact, the only in, in the geek society, that's like telling your dad you're gay in the south. Yeah, I, I, I understand. <laughs> you know, I mean, there, are, there are. That's you're not who I thought you were. Yeah. That's why he said it like that. I but have I, no son. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I'm, I'm, I, I was. You're dead to that, me. I've only seen like one episode of Buffy. Um, I've not seen Firefly. Was it the musical? Uh, oh shit! You're really not familiar. Did you yeah. see the Buffy? Did you see I, the Buffy I, musical? Actually, at least? I, I, I saw. Yes, I saw that episode. All right, and, all the one episode. Oh, and the one where Dracula makes an appearance, and that episode was stupid as hell. Hell, but um, oh, okay. Those yeah, are those, those, those that's are the, fine. Every day of your life is incredible. Th- th- is there an MMA promoter here? Because you, you this know, shit's gonna uh, go down. He, he only didn't like that episode because he works to dress like a vampire himself. Yes. Yeah, he, he, sure. It was very um, inaccurate. <laughs> although I, I did that twist my mustache. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I did enjoy uh, Doctor Horrible. I thought Doctor Horrible like was amazing. Okay, good, good. Um, <laughs> Damn you, Eden! You know, and, but I, I do understand that you know, like everybody and their mom just loves this guy and everything. He like you know his shit is golden, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I this just in. Yeah, <laughs> it's an exclusive. Pretty, pretty That's a Shape exclusive. Um, <laughs> Doctor is golden shit. You know, that's like making he, fun of that kid while he's telling his dad, "Keep going." Okay, <laughs> okay um, so so your how, point how do you though. See this playing out? How do you see this playing I, out? I I I think it it will be awesome because he is he's <laughs> you know he, he's you see, do you know the new guy who just moved into town? Nah, man, never heard of him. But he's gonna make a great no, neighbor. Look, look, everything 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 I've heard about this guy is like you know everybody and their mom likes him. Oh, do you so, feel bad? But he deserves it. Mm-hmm. But we're we're good. We're good. I mean, yes, yes, I we mean, agree. Sex, go. All right. Yeah, the, weird, it, the thing is, is that it, it's strange. We're, we have to we have to work on on how we're informed about Joss Whedon. I think that if if you only watched Buffy, um, and uh, like early Buffy. Uh, or or some of Dollhouse, you might be a little bit worried. But if you watch Firefly, late model Buffy, or Angel, you appreciate this guy has a real grip for writing uh, like teams, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and understanding where like you, you the, the good thing about a, an episode of, of Buffy, like you know, around fourth season, was that 
it could be action based. They could be all going to stop like the freak of the week, but you could still get a little bit of characterization out of everybody along the way. And in an Avengers uh, story, which is only going to be two hours long, which is going to have so many big characters on stage and on stage on screen. I, in my version, it's a play, um, but because uh, I am Tony Stark, but it's a, um, it's a musical as well. Um, so I mean, you, I mean, you're going to have to need someone who knows how to write like really good team up books or, or team up, you know, like give you uh, just, experiences. Give you just but like bullets of characterization yeah. right away that's effective and and. Yeah. and you balance the ensemble. We we don't yeah. have time for like you know Thor to have like a soap opera moment where like the the whole thing the movie slows down and like mm-hmm. Thor walks towards like a brightly lit window and like takes his helmet off and like someone comes and is like what's wrong Thor and he's like well let me tell you when I was a kid like no we don't we don't have time for any of that like we we need, it needs to go quickly we need to be able to learn to love these characters again in two hours while they're still fighting Immortus. Like, and you know, Joss is like, Joss Whedon's great at that because yeah. he. He does those, but like he will have a moment that is character changing, and the scene won't skip a beat. Yeah, and it will make it that much more harsh and just completely brutal. Oh yeah, uh, Juan, you read this astonishing X Men run that that Joss Whedon wrote with John Cassidy doing the artwork. What did you yeah. think of that? Um. I mean, because it's that sort of thing. It's like an ensemble, and you're getting beats, and then he's got some amazing twists in there, like the reveal that Colossus. The, I mean, that like that Colossus. What a twist! Yeah, well, well, I mean, I, I personally don't like when when people die and come back. Mm-hmm. So and, and and you know, like it I, I always you the fuck out. Well, uh, yes, uh, uh, zombies freak me the fuck out. Does that happen you in know, your personal I, life? At any <laughs> all the time. Um, I, I, I hope just, they stay dead. At, at this point, Juan goes. I'm 183 years old. <laughs> um, it's just in another Geekscape exclusive. Juan, Juan is 183 years old. Wow. That, that, that's true. Wow. Um, that, that mustache was in fashion when he first got yeah, it. I, I was, I'm actually the son of Count St. Germain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure three people got that. If I was a hun. Don't worry about it. Um, so... What, 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 what you see old paintings and Hans in them, <laughs> <laughs> like the Mongols like, taking over China. It's like, it's like the like, Observer from, uh, I, I, from Friends. Actually, there's, like there's, all these, like, there's just the photos. one portrait of me that I keep hidden in my closet that's like all old and decrepit. Why do I have to stop looking like a count? They're the commoners. They're the ones whose fashions keep changing like the, like the seasons. Yeah. I'm not into this whole televised media. I'm royalty from the 15th century. <laughs> That's true, I don't watch much television, which is why I haven't seen uh, Joss Whedon. But you understand what we're thinking, that this is the, the, this is the greatest choice for the Avengers movie, because it's somebody who loves it the was, It was either him or, or Favreau. I think Favreau, Favreau has done... Favreau said he didn't want to do it? Uh, and, uh, yeah. He's doing Cowboys and Aliens. Oh. I mean, but you, you have to look at the fact that, With like... like uh the 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 uh, yeah, that's probably gonna, gonna be a stymied piece of. It. How long is this gonna go on? Uh, the the um the the bare fact of the matter is there is no one who and has the more. The last there, there is, is no one <laughs> there is no there is no one who has more geek credibility in terms yes. of a director than Joss Whedon. What about, well, what, no what about, what about hey hey what about Kevin Smith? No, uh, I was just fucking no, 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 I no, 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 Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. All right, Jesus that, Christ. L- Laura Schwann, Sorry. everybody. Uh, Joss Whedon's yeah, publicist is here today, and he's... <laughs> we've covered it, guys. Moving on. More of his credits. <laughs> what do the kids want to hear? Um, I got another list. You know this guy, Idris Elba, who's going to be in The Losers next weekend? He uh, he played um, Stringer Bell on the, um, yes. the Wire. Stringer Bell is one of the most badass characters on all of television. Uh, you see n- The Wire? I did not. Stringer Bell is I have not shit. seen The Wire. 
He's playing Hemdell in the in the Thor movie. He got cast as Hemdell. So that's cool. That's awesome. I mean, the dude is black, but he can do a solid Hemdell. Well, I mean, I mean it doesn't matter what color you are. Right. I mean, he's he's as Guardian God. Well, so. Yeah, because yeah, the Nordic the, people were the not Nordic all people. white at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. you the know, but weren't all paler than. Yeah, well, there are no red people or fucking blue people, but they're gods, yeah, right? They're Native American. No, no, no. I, I think I think you're missing the the grander point that he means like literally red people. Oh, 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 <laughs> yeah, and oh. literally blue. Pe- I mean, yeah. So I mean, you know. But to be fair, the Asgardians are basically like are white people with huge horny helmets. Yeah. And well, to be fair, Asgardians don't actually exist, so it doesn't really matter who. Oh, oh, that's my god! How many Geekscape exclusives wow, is this guy gonna? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Gods don't exist. <laughs> Um, but uh, news flash. At least, at least, I mean, the Asgardians are based like like roughly on, which is sort of something weird to me. Like, I'm always wondering if there are people who are just really hardcore. We got like, some, we got like some Danes in the audience, old school like Danes Eagles? who are like, I, I still occasionally worship we, Thor, and we, you're perverting we, him we, in we, books, right? But 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 the, the thing is that this is the Marvel universe Asgard, not actual Asgard. So if you <laughs> oh, like, oh wait, wait, shit. so now, so now like, Marvel right. universe Asgard does not exist. However, Asgard does exist. No, I mean like. Place we can all go. It, it, it's kind. It's kind <laughs> of like oh, 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 the gods the have spoken. spoken. The gods have spoken. Let me. We're sorry. Sorry. Let me Everyone t- say sorry. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, Thor. Uh, oh, there we go. Oh, there That's I'm all sorry. you need to do. It happens at least once an episode. Yeah. Odin's um, Odin Force. Yes. Why didn't the Marvel Universe pick up other oh, religions? Oh, right. I'm well, down see, with Idris Elba. Why don't we have well, like I'm, I'm 100% down with that. If, if, if you were to go through and like read like the, the relationships between these characters in the mythology, and then you look at, at what the comic book has set up, what? it's not, not... Oh, it's not at all, you know... It's so completely different oh, okay. that it, it it's almost like, well, why even have it? Right. You know, just make up your own. It could have been a Kirby, you know, fourth world type thing. You know what I just realized? That they're, that they're really good with taking characters and being like, oh, they're the descendant of this Native American religion. You know, like the, like some of the X-Men Native American characters. And like, oh, the, these Forge, guys are as guardians. Oh, this is... They never go. Oh, this guy's a Judeo-Christian god. No, I know. Yeah. And Jesus did make an appearance in comics uh, in 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 uh, uh, Ghost Rider. Right, and and Marvel yeah. Marvel has that whole thing where like there's the Gestalt Satan, where all these different devils, because they've written so many over time, oh, like all collectively act like as that, Satan. Yeah. Which, funny. by the way, is uh, is uh, Israeli for adversary. That's mm-hmm. what Satan means. For those of you who didn't know. So, so all villains are. So yeah. You learned something. Yeah. Guys, this Conan O'Brien situation sounds like it's been settled. He's going to TBS late nights, and he, he that, that is awesome. I can't figure that out though. Team Loco. Well, the, if Fox you, you know, was like, offering Team him? Coco and Team no, Loco, well, team well no. apparently, um, I guess there was an article in Variety. Uh, basically, it said that the thing with with Conan O'Brien happened so quickly that it caught Fox off guard. Right. That they couldn't basically line every the you know they couldn't line up their stars to get him um, because it was it was mainly the affiliates. Yeah, they wanted to make sure that they could play Fox, the country. Yeah. Fox is so bad at doing the right thing when it comes to television. I mean, so many good Fox shows, but they also cancel every good show they have mm-hmm. like three seasons early, and then on top of that, they're like they could have gotten Coco and. It would not have been. That. I mean, you're fucking Rupert Murdoch. At what point can you not throw money at this problem Supposedly until it goes TBS away? Supposedly, TBS is giving him roughly the same deal he had on the NBC deal. It's the same budget. 
Right. Well, and now he's doing it on cable where he can basically run wild and do some of the segments he really wants to do because it's cable. But masturbating bear. You know I mean? Well, no, because NBC owns the masturbating bear. Oh, really? Well, but no, it's not. But, but it's they, they're, they're pictures. He's doing the uh, his comedy tour. He now has a masturbating panda. Yeah. Which is not a bear. Oh yeah, it's not a bear. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, to, to be to be fair though, it's not the Tonight Show, and like coming at it from a stand-up comic, and like the history the Tonight Show yes. had, and like where where like the the early Carson Tonight Show was <laughs> what made your career as a comedian. Like I don't care. They could be paying him double. He still lost the Tonight Show. Is like, it still it is the, the Tonight Holy Show? Sex car? Is it still the Tonight Show? Not with fucking chin on it. No. Then, that sounds what, like, then, like then what did he for those of you who tuned in just before right. he asked me that question, that wasn't me being racist. But but but, but, <laughs> but, but, but like but, like but, click not with a fucking chin on it. I mean, click. Like, I mean, like, they offered him some weird amalgamation of him and Leno and, and this and that, and and he said no, I'm not going to tarnish the, right. the the legacy of the Tonight Show. But is well, it still the Tonight Show? I Jay mean, Jay at Leno what point do these shows stop being the shows that are remembered by our parents? Right. Well, I mean, you know, once Jack Parr left, I guess you can say, well, it wasn't the Tonight Show. I mean, you show. were there. Yes, I was there <laughs> with there. Jack Parr. The immortal count. He, he I, wrote yeah. several of them. No, 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 um, but it's the difference between Spider Man Two coming out and Spider Man Three coming out. Yeah. Like it's uh, no, it's I, something I think where they're moving on to something better, yeah, or we, where it's something everyone hates and wants replaced. No, I, I think it's more like a remake. Like you know. This which movie is what came out. Which is awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, but there was no previous Spider-Man, right. you know. So it'd Superman be returns. The, the, the one sure. moment in time. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Superman Returns is a fair comparison because it's still kind of continuing from the past and bringing all the, all this new stuff. But it was just stale. Do you think? Do you think uh, uh, executives at NBC were like, okay, now uh, clearly this this Tonight Show is a lot like Superman Returns. <laughs> yeah. No. We'll see. Uh, unfor- unfortunately, Geekscape. The, the only context we speak is in Geek. Yeah. Well, uh, unfortunately, the the executives they have no sense of history. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the the film and television museum in Beverly Hills. You can go. I and remember sit a bar visiting my castle. They're in the middle of the 16th century. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember when television was a brand new medium. Uh, I had him beheaded you know. and drained his body of blood. But <laughs> I go to the Getty. I remember my old friend. <laughs> yeah. Although the, I mean, the Getty has some great examples. There's a right statue now. there. Uh, <laughs> it's of me. I uh, miss you, Persevius. <laughs> we had Pers- such great times. Persivious. Running his hand slowly down the statue. Is <laughs> he one spinning a wheel with a stick? <laughs> <laughs> This, this is, I love. This is I true. love that we've taken your character and turned him in the Geeks we, universe into an immortal we, account. We've made you an account Nefaria. <laughs> It what? is. It is. It is who I am. Actually. I'll menace you, Doctor Strange. Before we get into comics, uh, when you were on the show last, your first appearance, we talked very, very personally about your battle with cancer. Yes. Geekscapists yes. who haven't been checking out the website or uh, comics on comics ha- haven't gotten an update from you. So. What is the story? Because we really got in deep with that. Oh, okay, well, to, to bring everyone up to speed, last time I was here, I was about to go into my last uh, doctor's appointment to basically find out what was going to happen. With his uh, testicular cancer. Yes, which I, was I, I had testicular remission. cancer, um, and, and all of that was removed. Uh, so I, I went to my doctor's appointment in November, and I was deemed cancer-free. Well, so yeah. yes. there you go. Give Congratulations, it up, buddy. Give it up, everybody. Um, it would have been a shame now, for that after living since the dawn of time now, to die now, of testicular cancer. I have a basketball yeah. by uh, my couch. Uh, does it freak you out when you look at it? Uh, <laughs> Considering last time you were on the couch, you described your nuts as the size of a basketball. Well, when you found out. That, let's take a look there. Yeah, if you can, for the audience, okay. is that roughly the size um, that your now nuts that makes that analogy seem so so hyperbolic? Is that that couldn't have been okay, the size. Now, uh, literally. 
when uh, see, I had I had uh, I had the surgery to remove it, and then there were complications. Um, yeah, the size of your nuts were the size of a basketball. Basically, yes, I, I, I literally, I, I literally had half a basketball in my pants. So if you were to just cut this ball in half, and, and then Ugh. just set it right there, Ugh. right, and then and then just put like 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 a cover on it's like top a volleyball. of you. That's a volleyball. And, yeah. and then you you just look down. You're like. Holy Weirdly fuck. Really enough, his cancer was also provided by Spalding. It, yes, it, it was. It was brand <laughs> You got the cancer in your car. Never, never, you. never flat. Um, although, you know, the reason why I had to go through the chemo and through the surgeries is because I did catch it late. Wow. Um, you know, it was it it was already in my lymphnotic system. Um, I have what I like to call uh, God's little self-destruct button. Oh, yeah. Uh, deep inside. Um, so really, I mean, anyone who's out there, and, and again, thank you everybody who, who cheered when, when, uh, when you guys had your, what, 150 episode? Yeah, we did. You know, uh, thank you very much. Um, you know, but for everybody who's out there, um, you know, just, just literally check yourselves out. Um, Feel just, your balls. So, yeah, your I mean, balls. you know, and, and I know that, you know, like your whole audience, don't, they don't like to touch their own balls. No, they're doing it right no. now. Yeah. They, they've been doing uh, it since the start of the show. They're yeah. going to do it when I'm hosting Comics on Comics Season 3. Oh, good Which time. Which is why we hired you. <laughs> we are ball jugglers here. Ah, well, then then it, then it won't be anything different than when you're in the shower, take a nice hot shower, and literally just, just you know, feel your balls. Like okay, run some soapy goddamn water yeah. down that body. No, all right. Well, I mean, you know, we won't <laughs> get that homoerotic. Also, um, be clean, apparently. Yeah, so but uh, just just to let you guys know, what, when you guys start to feel, you're gonna feel kind of like a ball of spaghetti. Um, imagine like the maze of Ith uh, for the guys who play uh, magic. You guys who know what the maze of Ith is, mm-hmm. imagine you're feeling that. Cubes. Mm-hmm. Um, and God, then if, if, if you feel anything and you feel something kind of hard, mm-hmm. like in, in that spaghetti, if you feel something hard, it may not necessarily be cancer, but you may want to get it checked out. Uh, just like a woman who may have a lump, uh, you know, if you have a little, uh, you know, any kind of bump on your, on your testicle, just go get it checked out. And you know, if well, it's best if like out. once a month you, you check yourself that way, you know, you know, how you feel. Um, this is an ad. Uh, all, yeah. all, 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 all we're I'm saying. Sure a lot of people are actually doing this. All, all we're no, saying. I, and, is and I hope more you know. Several times a week, take a little bit of time to go divergent south for a moment, and Explore. then that's it. Explore. Yeah, and, you know, ladies, you can check your your man's uh, balls also. Uh, I think it's very important. Um, you know that you check get it checked out. And 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 get it checked out early because if you get it checked out early, all it's a simple procedure, like five minutes. Boom, and you can done. avoid this. You can, you can avoid you, this. You can avoid this. I mean, unless you like this. this. Uh, you do not you like know. this. This yeah. kills you. Like that South Park episode. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh God, that South Park episode. Now, first off, well, we can talk about South Park. Or we can talk or, about yeah, whatever. I like the Tron. The most recent one I saw was that Tron Facebook episode. Which no, the, the, oh. where, uh, no, the one before that was the one with with Miracle Metal Mar- Medical marijuana and testicular cancer. Oh, right. I gotta see that. So yeah. All the, Stan's dad sees that there's medical marijuana. The only way you can get it is if you have cancer. He basically intentionally tries everything to give himself testicular cancer. Holy shit! To the point where rough. he does it, and his balls are both this size, and he kind of bounces around on them oh, as a mode of transportation. Gets all of his other friends to do it. And they're all just smoking weed and bouncing on their balls across the streets. Yeah. 
um, which which was very difficult to watch. Like you sit there, like the moment like the the wheel falls off and he's sitting on his balls and he's begins like oh and he learns how to bounce every time he bounced. I was just like oh <laughs> I'm sorry about oh, that. Oh man, I'm sorry about. That. Oh, it was harsh. How but dare you, South when Park? will you Trey know? Parker and Matt Stone know where the line is? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you know, but um, you know, but again, you know, everybody, thank you very much. And you know, now that I'm cancer free, it's it's you know a huge weight off my shoulders, and it is so awesome. You know, to be alive. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, now he's going to live for another six thousand years. Yes. <laughs> yes, we had a chance to take him out, folks, and we missed it. I can't wait to see <laughs> insects evolve into my slaves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, please, you don't have to keep the basketball there. Uh-huh. It, it, it may be weird, um, guys. Uh, how are we doing on time, Gills? Uh, we Mm-hmm. Let's talk uh, about Brightest Day Zero that came out. Um, right. We saw in the last issue of Blackest Night, uh, Blackest Night number eight, the brightest day is upon us, and a ton of heroes that we thought, thought were killed in Blackest Night or beyond or, or earlier, like Aquaman uh, or uh, Man- Martian Manhunter, Max Lord. A lot of these characters came back. We had twelve characters come back from the dead, and now they're alive, including Dead Man, who his entire character is based around the fact that he's dead and can yes. inhabit other people's bodies. Now he's alive. Well, he's also a White Lantern now. So yeah, they've, in, they've repowered him essentially. In Brightest Day Number Zero, you see him as a White Lantern. He can bring things to life. Um, Which just but goes not everything and, and, and because you still have mortality in the nuts. Again. But but not everybody uh, came back. I mean, Garth didn't come back. A couple of the the, the characters didn't come back. Um, well, they didn't know, come Firestorm's back. Firestorm's girlfriend didn't come back. They, they didn't come back right now. Right. So, I mean, the way I see it is every generation of writers, they basically have to reboot the world. Mm-hmm. Um, or they have and, their favorites and, that and they want to put, tell stories about. Yeah, yeah. and, and w- what happens is, you know, over time, over 10, 20 years, people die, you know, stories get out of hand, and, you know, a new generations of writers pretty much have to hit the reset button. And I believe that is what, um, you know, this, uh, what Green Lantern has basically done with the whole DCU. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you know, Civil War and all that fun stuff did with uh, with Marvel. You know, well, it, it's it only counts as a reset if there's been a major change, and the only no. major change occurs is if in the last panel of Blackest Night Eight, they suggested that now Necron's not going to let anyone come back from the dead again. Right. Well, and no. if that's the case, then it's a true reboot. Otherwise, most of these people died in. Blackest Night. I mean, like, or, or no, before but, it. but but what it does is it brings these characters back, mm-hmm. kind of like what the Initiative did um, with Marvel. It brought like all these secondary and tertiary right. characters back to the forefront, and you know some of them stuck. And, like people are like, oh wow, that's a cool character that I haven't seen in forever, like Purple Man, right? Or Hawk, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and like, oh, these are cool characters. So they'll be cool for for you know ten years or whatever, and then you know other people will die. You know, because Marvel It'll and never DC, be Moon Knight, by the way, guys. I know you guys are making them a Secret Avengers. It will never be Moon Knight. It's also not in the DC like, universe. So but it's but, like but, but as there. far as these, these comic book <laughs> companies go, and they'll be like, oh, let's give this one another shot in the arm. It's never going to be Moon Knight. Well, it, it, Moon Knight has gotten so much better written. you, you got to give them it, credit it, for I that. I think it will be Moonlight when... Moon Knight? Moon Knight. When, when Batman disappears? <laughs> when, when Batman becomes, yeah. you know, a lot more popular. Like, you know, the first time the movies came Nobody out... Nobody likes Batman. You know? 
Yeah, well, Batman's one of the least popular. <coughs> yeah. Actually, as well, far as Google searches goes, he's the most popular. You, you want to talk about the comparison of the universes? It's interesting. Like, like Marvel does so good, I think, right now with the Avengers that I'm willing to let them like play around little tertiary characters. Right. That's fine. I like seeing but Beast as a, a I character really again. Wish as an Avenger. DC would stop trying to like sell me on Hawk and Dove until they can write a Superman story I can read like three pages of without putting it down. Like, I mean, <laughs> come going, on. Can we uh, concentrate on the Justice League before we're like, you know, like, hey, Hey, Hawkman and Hawkgirl, they love each other again. I'm like, well, their books have never been readable, so I'm not going to jump into that. Right. They fly, they're, they're essentially, you know, He-Man with wings. I'm not into it, you know, and right. I, I think, I, yay, yay, brightest day. I'm glad we have a lot of characters back. I mean, I don't know why Max Lord is back, but okay. He's injecting himself with stuff and making, I don't know what he's doing to himself. Well, the, the, He's always up to something. <laughs> that Max Lord... Uh, the only good thing about Max Lord being back is it might bring back the the second Blue Beetle, and if we have him back and we can kill off the current Blue Beetle, I'd be very. That's the only break of the mortality wall I want. Is Ted, I want you, Ted, want, you I, want you want Ted Cord back? I want Ted Cord yeah. back, and I want whatever his other name is to I like mean, like yeah, fall Cord, into the Ted sun. Ted Cord didn't come back. Elastic Man didn't come back. A lot of the characters didn't come back, and I like the drama that you're reading in Brightest Day when they're like, oh, some of these guys didn't come back. Why? Well, the, the, is that the mystery of Brightest Day? The, Why the, didn't some well, of I mean, come back? I'm sure that'll be the mystery of the big summer event next year. Right. Yeah. You know. Well, that's the the real mystery is not why didn't they come back, but why did they come back? But Digger Harkness, or you know, like original Captain Boomerang came yeah, back. Yeah, he came back, and right. not a how does he man? fit into things? <laughs> well, you know, you you bring back you bring back these like you know like the original Captain Boomerang because you know you brought back uh, Barry Allen, right? You know, so you you know these these old guys that you brought back, you're going to need to bring back their old villains. Goodness knows the Flash would not be the same if a guy who throws boomerangs isn't out there gunning for him. <laughs> no, no, but but you know you know that the. Like, you know that the next writer is going to be like, oh well, you know, I I, I read this character as a kid, right. and now I want right. to write him again. But, but I mean, I have nowhere a, to run. This yeah, thing just comes back. His his son, his son is the new Captain Boomerang. His son had super speed abilities. That would have at least made it a challenge. To be fair, the rogues have become a group of people who just fight other rogues because no one believes that a guy with a cold gun can stop Flash anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, Flash is getting that good. Flash disassembled an entire car in the most recent issue at super speed at while super it was speed. in motion. As it flew off of a, a, a broken interchange, like in speed, he jumps, he grabs the car, he disassembles it, and then stops the wheel from hitting somebody on the street. Yeah. So and, like, and, and that's yeah. the Flash's powers. He's gonna get stopped yeah. by some dude shooting ice cubes. Yeah, or or heat wave. Like, haha! I've got fire. <laughs> and it just doesn't make sense, but. <laughs> And he, oh, but my fire is, is is hot enough to melt the Flash's boots. It's like, it, they're always like 50s ways to stop people like, try that, bananas. So we're still, the jury is still out on Brightest Day. We are doing uh, Brightest Day profiles on the website of each of the 12 characters who came back just to catch you guys up with them. Because some of these characters, like Hawk and Dove, like you said, like I didn't know a whole lot about them. Is it the original Hawk and Dove? It's just Hawk that came back. It's just Hawk that came so back. So Dove, Dove couldn't have been, wasn't affected by to, the Black wait, now, th This is something, if you were in the DC Universe and you're dead and you'd like to come back, involve the word Hawk somewhere in your name. Mm. Because of 12, Hawk, Hawkman, and Hawk Girl, right. three of the resurrections. Yeah, Digger Hawkness. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it, there's a, it's a good way, Boston Brand's original name was Hawk Hawkington. Are you serious? <laughs> no. Uh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I'd be like, wow, another Geeks game exclusive. Guys, um, did you guys read The Losers? This movie's coming out next weekend. Did, did Andy Diggle wrote this book, uh, The Losers. I'm really looking forward to the to the movie, but I actually didn't pick up the book. Um, our fr our friend uh, Geekscape listener Big Yanks up there in uh, New York City mailed me the first five trades of The Losers. I made my way through the first one, 
And uh, I got to tell you, The Losers is a fun trade paperback. You guys still have time. Uh, you guys can literally read this trade in an hour or so. Uh, it's very fast-paced, very poppy, very cool. And uh, and I think it's fun and well-written. So I'm is, looking is, forward to seeing the right, movie. I think the story there is that your Geekscapists mail you stuff when you need it. Yeah, the what are the Comics on Comics readers doing? Just sitting around? Well, I mean, to, to, to be well, sure. Yeah, waiting for episodes. I mean, we, we, yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're like, wow, we need an episode. You guys don't care. Uh, <laughs> the, the most alarming thing I actually found in this trade, which I do recommend to everybody, definitely go check out The Losers as a trade paperback. And uh, the movie looks good. Uh, is that as I'm reading this, I can see where uh, Big Yanks dog-eared the pages to hold, like where he didn't have a bookmark. So he's like literally bending the fucking pages <coughs> like he's reading a novel. Uh, and I'm horrified by it this. It takes them a long time to get through those. Thank you, you, you for really sending me your comic that. books Wait, because now, hold on. you're abusive. B Big Yanks, are, are, now I'm, I'm the opposite. I, I treat the day-to-day -day issues, like the ones I buy on New Comic Book Day, like shit because I just use them as reading material and then I keep my Look trades pristine. Look at that. But are you the other way around? Do you have like every issue of the losers like like perfect, and then you just like treat the trade like shit because it's your reading copy? Listen, is that what's happened? This is creativity and this is knowledge. Single issues, trade paperbacks. I try and keep them all in a very good condition. You wipe them on your ass and then throw them on the floor of your car. I've seen your car. You treat it like the inside of your own body. You, you're like, oh yeah, why not? It's a cesspit. It's disgusting. Cesspit. New metal That's band. That's a good cesspit. Cesspit. Oh, yeah. Definitely check out the. I thought the loser was great. I don't want to talk about it too much because it's got some really good twists and turns mm -hmm. in it. Uh, it's going to be a fun movie. definitely going to be good. And it's got uh, Chris Evans, who is uh, apparently uh, the king of comic book appearances. And I've actually heard about. that uh, that the, uh, someone saw an early cut of it, and I hope it's just in the early cut. But I've heard that um, they actually uh, every joke that happens, they kind of let it. Sit for way too long. Just put claps in it. So put like he, a clap track. In yeah, it. well, like where they might as well. They're like eh, laugh track. Eh. So, so it's written I, by the same people who wrote the critic. Essentially, <laughs> all the characters just turn to the screen and go. Um, you guys who like to read, uh, we have a contest going on on the Geekscape website right now. You guys right who now. like to read, you, you folks who like to read books that don't have pictures in them. I'm not one of them. Mm. Uh, this Morpheus Road the Light contest we have running on the website for the next two weeks. It's uh, written by DJ McHale. He's a best-selling uh, novelist. He, he wrote the Pendragon books. Um, we actually have this uh, contest going on on the front page of the site. And in the forums, what you got to do is go to the uh, Morpheus Road contest forum thread and post a picture of yourself making the scariest face you can. It can be funny, too. But what we're going to do is we're going to vote for one for the scariest funniest face you can you can use costumes you can use photoshop you can use whatever the hell you want to just scare the hell out of us post the pictures in the forum thread we're going to pick one and you're going to win a copy of this morpheus road book along with the first five pen dragon books uh so we'd like to thank uh, our, our good friends at simon and schuster for continuing to give us contests i think our last contest was kind of cool that was fun yeah that was fun right so go on the send forums and send us your scary faces post them faces. for all of us Oh, yeah. Faces. What, yeah, this isn't faces. chat roulette. Okay. Yeah, this is not faces. chat roulette. Faces. No goatses, no chat Gil roulette. What, what do you think about maybe having your friend, like, like two faces? Like your friend is in the photo with you. Oh, you can do that. Okay, or, you or think you so? meld together all Picasso style with that photo booth. Like thing. you and Nar Williams did the photo booth. And, oh, and what's great is that awesome. you and Nar Williams did the photo booth. You guys contorted your faces to make the most insanely ridiculous result. 
kid came out looked like Punky Brewster. Yeah. The most normal looking <laughs> result came out. It looked like neither one of us, and for some reason, it had red hair. It looked yeah. like a young Corey Feldman. It had, it with had a traits. Red wig. It had traits. Somehow, that photo got itself locked in a refrigerator. Yeah. It was. It was like that little photo booth was like <laughs> trying to compute, trying to. Uh, just, fuck it. <laughs> I'll do the. I'll just spit out the one I gave out two days ago. Um, um, it was brutal. We were. We had quite a laugh then. Yeah. I'll just spit out the kid from Problem Child. <laughs> well, you know, sp- speaking of contests... Go wait, um, is that kid dead? I doubt it. I hope he so. He hasn't gone on a killing spree. He was the Problem yeah. Child. He threw um, presents in this the pool. should be an adult. If we haven't heard... No, if we haven't heard from a child star, that's good. Like, they found a family. They're doing okay. <laughs> they have a marketing job. They left the business. Like, he's, probably a, he's probably a preacher somewhere in the South. Um, that's, although that's speaking me. of speaking of that, um, one of our friends he, he does a site uh, CC2K. Yeah, Bob. I know mm-hmm. Bobby. Um, for the uh, for his April Fools, um, what they do is they have April Fools Week and they just you know write these articles for April Fools. And one that's of them was shit. this uh, this thing on Small Wonder and how that's shitty fine. it was. And actually, they reviewed uh, Baby Geniuses too also that week. So if any of you guys want to read that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you, you read through the thing and, and there were like updates on the people from the cast. And they're and, all made up? <coughs> no, like like the the the, wait, the wait, annoying wait. friend, the girl. Like apparently she's like this huge uh, commercial agent now here oh, in wow. Hollywood. Yeah, no, I mean so not I mean not wait, everybody. Did, did they do updates she's... from the cast of Baby Geniuses? No, no, no. <laughs> no they just reviewed the film. This baby is currently a toddler. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what is although that, what that, is that baby's movie that's coming out, Billy's into Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't actually. As a side note, do, do you do you remember what in in Small Wonder it was? The, it was the robot girl, and then like her dad, right? Like her robot well, daddy no, person. No, no, no. I mean, it was a regular family, and the, the guy is the one who built uh, the pedophile robot. Yeah, which you know, the robot <laughs> wasn't the pedophile. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so the the pedophile built the robot. Come over here. Uh, honey, there's only one reason to build a lifelike systems. child. Why would I ever want you to get older? <laughs> she doesn't age like a normal girl. That is the point, honey. Juan, are you sure you weren't created to not age throughout time? I uh, actually, I, I did find a Lazarus pit, so I do on <laughs> oh, occasion. You're just getting crazy. It only works yeah. once at a, one at a time. You get sent yeah, and I have to keep finding. I know. I, that's how I got cured of cancer. Lazarus is going to try and come kill you, Mister Freeze's wife. Years, like what's going to have to keep you alive is going to destroy the world. Someone's going to have to <laughs> stop you. I'll, you know, go off to, to Europa and find, uh, you know, like under the, the ice, I'll find Lazarus pits and it'll be good times. <laughs> There's like a slow-mo shot of Juan coming out of the pit with goo coming out of him. He's just scary looking. And he's like, yeah, he's like five years younger than he is now, and like, but he's still got the mustache even though it burned off the rest of his hair. <laughs> Guys, uh, video games. We gotta talk video games. We're all zombie fans here. We're all fans of Left 4 Dead 2 and Left 4 Dead 1. This week we got the uh, DLC, The Passage, where you get the characters from Left 4 Dead 1 interacting with the characters from Left 4 Dead 2. Yay, and, he- Zoe. and here's the biggest uh, uh, shocker. One of the characters won't survive. Did, oh. you, did you know that? Is it not does it oh, we don't, I don't know you, who it is. Well, does it depend on how you play? Or is I'm it one sure. that always dies? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But uh, you know that's DLC that I'm going to download right away. And uh, I look forward to playing it with you, Gilmore, uh. with uh, Jake108 and some of the kids on the uh, website. Oh. So if, if you if you put some dust on your Left 4 Dead 2, go ahead and... Uh, Brush it off and get ready to play with us again. Uh, I know that I haven't played it in several months, but I wonder if Zoe will be wearing something sluttier. I doubt it. Sure, they do that. She'll, she'll probably be wearing the same outfit she had before, but with more zombie slime on it. Yeah, something like that. 
No, because she became kind of an internet thing. Like there was oh, even, did it? Yeah, there was even... Like, oh, there was a, a naked patch. Yeah, there was even a mod where you could, like, make it... Yeah, so... During a zombie apocalypse, some people will be forced to fight naked. (laughs) Circumstance: You'll be in the shower when the zombies attack. There will be no time to dress. It's it's practical. I can see that. That's funny. That's never showed up in a zombie movie. uh, Guys, speaking of game sequels, Gears of War three got announced. Uh, We have uh, there's a a trailer linked uh, on the Geekscape website. It's now Gears of War: Ashes to Ashes. I guess it's the final chapter in the Gears of War trilogy. Unless it makes oh, a lot great. of money. Uh, Ashes oh. to Ashes, great. More gray. Yeah, I can't wait to play through that gray ass. Gray brown and brown. Game. The, the the best part about the uh, Gears is made of gravel. Uh, Gears of War Three's new technique is that you just hide behind cover and never come out of it. Right. It's actually the slowest freaking fighting game. You wait until <laughs> your enemy runs out of ammunition and then you shoot the chainsaws at them. <laughs> uh, guys, um, Gilmore. About a year ago, year and a half ago, made a, uh, much to do on the website about how amazing he was at Marvel vs. Capcom 2. He then went on for the next couple of months to make excuses as to why his Xbox wasn't working mm. and you guys couldn't challenge him to Marvel vs. Capcom 2. You still could if you wanted to. Gilmore, you, you, you wouldn't shut up about how amazing you were at Marvel vs. Capcom 2, and then when it came time to play, you were nowhere to be found. Well, it's because my Xbox was dead, and then I kind of got over it. Right. Excuses, you, you're, excuses. you're like the big pimp who talks a lot, but is actually a yeah. virgin. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when are you actually gonna kind of lay down the sl- the smack? All right, Gilmore. Because the thing is, people sl- like Shu and these kids—they wanted to play you. They wanted to see. They wanted no, to they test did. your metal. They have. Okay, they they wax the floor with you. Uh, no. Lies. I actually all right. beat Jake a lot. Okay, well listen. Whoa, listen. Big words. Uh, it seems like at E3 they're gonna have a playable. Uh, this is a rumor, but we have it up on the website. Marvel vs. Capcom. Three. Although I think the most important yeah. thing that's going to be at E3, apparently Portal Two is going to be pl- playable. Or the or the uh, I would love to see that's the going new to Zelda. Be awesome. I'd love now to see, see the new Zelda. I don't, I don't need to play it. I just want to know what Marvel characters made it into. Made Spidey, it into uh, the whole, I just want to see the, the popular ones. Same ones. Go on the website. So, so we have gonna, a list the, of the rumors. Is it, is it a port from a from the old from like an old arcade? It's version? a brand new game. So it's, it's a brand new game. Capcom so 3. like, isn't there going to be like some some like modernist? Uh, yeah, characters sure. in it or something? Sure, G- give it. us Moon Knight. No, they're, they're probably just going to give us two. <laughs> he was in costumes. one of them already. No, because we do yeah. get weird characters in these. Like, we get Silver Samurai for some <coughs> right. reason. Oh, because he's a we've samurai always... and it's made by Japanese people. Yeah, I mean, like... we've always had Silver Samurai. He is a great hero. <laughs> so, guys, listen, we are almost out of time on Geekscape. Go check out comicsoncomics.com. This is the home for our good friend Juan, who we're definitely going to have back on the show. Sax Car, I think, has made an impression on all of you. You guys can check him out there. Uh, check these guys out on Twitter as well. Uh, wh- what's your website? Sax- uh, HavingSaxOnline.com. Why not? HavingSaxOnline.com. You can check us out at Geekscape.net. Uh, we have a brand new website, Facebook, um, Twitter, all that stuff. Just search for Geekscape. Search for Comics on Comics because you know what? I'm now part of the family. Yeah, welcome our new host, yes. everybody. Give guys. a round of applause. And, yeah. Yay. Yay. and actually, one of the things I'd want to do before before we leave is is give away you know five best D- of DVDs. DVDs. Oh, so um, email us. Yeah, we'll we'll do it randomly. Um, okay. Yeah, just just send it send in. Uh, actually, you know, we'll do it by you know comment on this episode and comment on the episode 21 of comics on comics if you if you comment on both of them then we'll put you on a list and randomly draw five people to uh to give you a best of dvd and if only five people do it congratulations, right. congratulations. and based on statistics the three of you do it uh, one you of you will two. get two yeah <laughs> hey. 
And then it'll be signed by Sax and I. That's right. Well, there you go. I'm, I'm not touching the fucking Ruining the resale oh. value. <laughs> it guys, never had. Thank you guys so much. We will be here next week with a review of The Losers and so much more. You can hang out with us on the website. Till then, we'll see you guys at geekscape.net and comicsoncomics.net. And uh, we love you. So thank you guys so much. Thanks for being on the show, guys. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Juan. This is where we're going to have a conversation.